It's the radio segment that's set to star in a spinoff of the movie Titanic. Oh, uh, wait, what? Well, this one only focuses on the ticket taking. <laughs> it's still three and a half hours long. Oh, though. my gosh. Oh, that's exciting. Celine Dion still sings the yeah. Very suspenseful. <laughs> it's laser stories. My The segment where we read weird news stories from around the globe, just like everyone else does, except we have a laser. And those other prickle me Elmos just don't. <laughs> His first laser story is out of Colorado. A 31-year-old hiker named Dave had a plan to climb a 14,400-foot local mountain. Whoa. But he never arrived back at camp like he said he would. Uh-oh. Oh, no, I hate these stories. And so Dave was reported missing to Lake County Search and Rescue. <laughs> sorry. Is that funny? I, Is that a really funny <laughs> thing? I mean, search mountain search and rescue doesn't typically use... Anyway, it's not an oh, issue. okay. The story doesn't, know, isn't it's just, real enough for you. Yeah, the story's like, <laughs> sick puppy, Brooke's like... <laughs> <laughs> for anybody that has a heart, the rescue team immediately started calling his phone. They were trying to locate him, but it just rang and rang and rang. Okay. And then it went to voicemail. Uh Uh-oh. What does that mean? He's not answering. That's when they sent out search and rescue teams to look for him all over the mountain. I have a feeling some bad stuff is about to go down. They were out searching until 3 in the morning, leaving voicemails and text messages at the same time. Still nothing. Whoa. What they didn't know is that David lost his trail when the sunset came, and he continued to search for the path overnight. Okay. Well, after a long time, he eventually found the trail. Oh, he did. And he walked until he finally found his way back to his car oh, at around wow. 9 a.m. Dude, that's awesome. Oh, what a night. See, but, now it's okay that I laughed because it all turned out. Okay. <laughs> sure. But Search and Rescue asked Dave why he hadn't answered any of their phone calls, yeah. to which he plainly replied, he didn't recognize the phone number. Oh, my God. Jose, he really was hitting ignore. He really was. Like, oh, that's so scam likely. I don't think I'm going to answer this one. <laughs> what? Search and Rescue then issued a statement saying, if you're overdue, according to your Shut itinerary, up. and you start getting repeated calls from an oh, unknown wow. number, please yeah. answer the phone. It might be a Search and Rescue team just trying to confirm you're safe. I mean, he even had yeah. bars. Yeah, thank Yeah. <laughs> this next laser story is out of California. <laughs> Six years ago, 33-year-old electrical engineer Dylan Freeze got himself a $150 year-long membership to Six Flags Magic Mountain Theme Park. Okay. Ooh, fun. That sounds like a great time, Dylan. Yep. Yeah. It included unlimited roller coaster access, free parking, and two oh. free meals a day. Whoa. Nice. Sounds like a dream. But That's a deal. Dylan was only focused on one thing, the free food. Get in my belly! Okay, <laughs> so he, he likes the two meals a day. I mean, it is a pretty good deal. Yeah. They got good corn dogs and yeah. stuff over there. Because that's what he ate every single day for six straight years. What? Oh, my God. Years? Twice what? a day he Whoa. would go over there and eat, except for Christmas and Thanksgiving, of course. I was going to say Thanksgiving. Can but, you imagine? But in total, he ate an estimated 2,000 free meals. elephant ears can you have in your lifetime he said it consisted mostly of burgers and fries and pizza and while he admits he got a little tired of those things he is happy to report that the menu evolved over time to include things like the tri-tip sandwiches and carne asada salads tasty now we're kicking everyone that worked at six flags in the concessions area knew this dylan did (laughs) the food he got most sick of was chicken balls chicken balls. Like, I don't want to know. like a chicken nugget. Yeah. I, or a meatball, but the mm. word chicken ball is... Yeah, yeah. it sounds different, yeah. <laughs> he says, I got them around 150 times and at five per meal, that's around 750 oh. balls. Oh, 
Oh, man. I, I don't know if I can eat chicken balls again, and I've never even had one after yeah. that description. Well, the whole reason that he did this was to save money. Because what? of his Six Flags life hack, he was able to pay down his student loans, get married, and even buy a house. Oh, yeah. yeah! The wedding reception was in the buffet. I was going to say, the is he bringing his wife and there? How, how like... crappy was his dates? Like, every time he brought his dates to Six <laughs> yeah, Flags over right. and over again? I mean, I fun that, maybe that's a, a fun great time. Date. Yeah, I was going to say, it's actually a fun date. But, but not every six time, months yeah. into a relationship. Nowadays, you can't get that same deal at Six Flags anymore. um, Dylan said that's okay. He's lucky to have gotten in while the going was good. Wow, what a good attitude. (laughs) This next laser story is out of Food News. If you're like Brooke, then you've already bought your Halloween candy twice and eaten it all. (laughs) So this is the exact type of thing that she does not need to hear right now. Because Reese's is unleashing... A new peanut butter cup that comes with crushed up potato chips inside. Oh my god. Sounds amazing. Sounds good. Wow. A little while ago, a photo of them leaked online, so that's how we knew that they were coming. But now, according to Reese's, it's official. Oh, Oh, rainbow. Oh my god. I don't know how I feel about it. It says potato chip big cup on the. Mm. Oh man. So they're only doing them as big cups. That's their king size version that's bigger and thicker than a normal Reese's. And the chips look like they're generic ruffles. (laughs) Why do I feel like. I want to eat this with a fork and knife just so I can be classy. They should be rolling them out to stores nationwide soon, so make sure to look for them in the candy aisle. Mm. And this isn't the first time that they've done something like this. Last year, they started selling a big cup of Reese's with crushed up pretzels mixed in the middle. Why have I not seen that? I didn't see that either. That sounds so amazing. Actually, that sounds better than the chip. Brooke, did you forget you bought them all? (laughs) Did I? That's why all the children were crying. Yeah. This next laser story is out of the world of work. Boo! Do you have that one annoying person at your job who constantly interrupts you to ask questions? Yeah, all the time, bro. Um, so annoying. Does anyone have a mirror? Turns out that person might actually be the office MVP. Yeah, hey, baby. Bro. Yeah. It is weird. Okay, because Jose is like loved, oh, no. beloved by our bosses. Somehow, I don't know how. Exactly. That's true. Our producers like, hate me. Like, I never like, get work done. Hanging out in the break room for 45 minutes yeah. while all of us is, yeah. are actually working. And people will be GM. like, that Jose, he's a great guy. <laughs> well, I just like give positive energy. A new study I, found that productive. interrupting your coworkers when they're in the middle of their work is actually good for morale. Less work all around? I don't even know what morale means. (laughs) Researchers at the University of Cincinnati found it tends to foster a sense of belonging, and it makes people feel like they're an important part of the team. Wait, do I feel like I belong, or do I make you guys feel like you belong? you would make us feel like it. Oh, okay, because I don't feel like I belong here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I talk to everyone so much. They interviewed more than 100 employees every single day for three weeks about their overall job satisfaction, and also if they'd been interrupted that day. And turns out they were more likely to say that they liked their job and felt like a valuable team member if they'd been interrupted multiple huh. times. I don't know, man. What? That do, doesn't make sense. Do these people work in an open office environment? Because <laughs> I've got no walls separating me from the sales department, and i got to tell you, I don't feel awesome okay. on yeah. the fifth interruption. Well, maybe, like... maybe that's why they found too many interruptions okay. did make people feel less productive. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> They also felt a little more drained and stressed out short term, Mm. but eventually those feelings faded. So having a chatterbox that talks over you all the time isn't the worst thing. Researchers say eventually they'll get tired. Yay! (laughs) 
and they'll be less talkative so you can go finish your work. That's when I go home and take a nap. That's when I get tired. I mean, the worst is when you're sitting at your desk, literally writing, and someone goes, are you busy? I'm like, go. (laughs) Furiously typing. They're trying to make you feel included, bro. Yeah. I know no talking at all for this guy. Oh, wow, really? Although he does like his moans being interrupted. Mostly by me. Oh. Because that's the sound. It means Laser Stories has come to an end for the day. We'll do it again same time on Friday.